Mary Sue Hooper let herself sink into the tasseled yellow satin cushion and then leaned back against the wall. At least if one must sit on the floor, a cushion on a thick Turkish rug was preferable to damp cement. Sitting in one of those gilded chairs scattered about would have been better, but that wasn't going to happen. Springing to one's feet from the floor took a fraction of time longer. Advantage to them. Also from the floor, the hostages had to look up to see anyone other than each other. Again, advantage to them. Right now they had all the advantages. How had this happened to her of all people? It wasn't as if Garrison had overlooked this possible scenario during her training. He had posed the question, What is the most important thing to know about a trap? How to avoid it, she had answered properly. No, he had answered. If the enemy is smart, knows how to plan, you won't see it until it's sprung. She had cocked her head, looking at him, trying to think as he did. How to get out of it, she finally replied. He had smiled, nodded, and then added, Alive. How to get out of it alive. How indeed. Three men, their faces covered with scarves and their hair covered with some sort of turban, stood in the middle of the room, pointing their assault weapons at the ten women lined up on tasseled pillows along the wall. The room was in someone's home, someone's very elegant home, probably one of the yallies they had seen from the boat on yesterday's cruise along the Bosporus. Mansions that once housed the sultan's physicians, royal princesses, and, in modern times, rock stars. It did not house those three men, not usually. They held expensive weapons, not just run-of-the-mill AK-47s, but classy improved models from some prosperous international arms dealer. However, nothing about them suggested they belonged in a house of gilded furniture and real silk damask. Besides seeming to understand no language other than Turkish, they were tentative and nervous, definitely not professionals. That worried Mary Sue. Professionals were more predictable, thus more steady. Those three men were anything but steady. When Rose had gotten up and started to scramble towards the door, all three gunmen panicked. Two of them grabbed her, one by her hair, one by her arm, while the third one nervously swung his weapon back and forth in the general direction of the hostages. Angrily, one of her captors smacked Rose in the face as she sat her down, the warning to the other women. Then the three grouped together again in the center of the room, pointing their weapons. It seemed that without orders from the colonel, they didn't know what to do or how to do it. Nor did they speak to the colonel except to respond to his questions or his orders. The colonel was a tall, fit man, probably somewhere in the middle years, with the colonel's military hat, but a metal mask. He had come in momentarily when they first arrived. About an hour or so later, he returned for a parade ground review of the hostages. 